Hey, Eli, my man. Happy what's up, Monday. guys? Not what's up, guys. I said what's up, man. What's up, bro? Why don't you turn that off? Here? There we go. I feel like I'm supposed to be drinking something and spitting something in my mouth when I listen to Long Cut. Yeah, man. It's kind of inspiring that way. It's fun. Yeah. Some good dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, happy Monday to everyone that's out there. Hopefully your, uh, hopefully your COVID situation is going as good as it can. Something, man, I was, there's some other stuff. This is a whole different <laughs> podcast. Not what we're going to go into today. What do you got? We've got a banger for you today. Um, but just another one, man, of just like, hey, it's not lack of resources, right? You're probably just being, you're just not being resourceful enough when it comes to just people's situations or circumstances through this COVID. Not sure. that I can speak to everyone, but from what I'm seeing, like just with social media, some different things and some career stuff, like I think there's going to be some room for that. Um, not even just COVID specific, but just in business, man, just understanding how you've got to learn how to be resourceful. This is, you know, especially mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship, it's not a platform where everything is given to you mm-hmm. or you're going to have some mentor that just, points everything out for you and puts you in front of every successful person you ever need to know. And nope, you're going to have to figure out a way to just kind of pull some things together and just be more Mm -hmm. resourceful. I think there's going to be some room for a podcast like that. Well, I think it comes down to necessity, man. And, um, it's like, if you're not being resourceful, um, maybe it's not a necessity for you. I mean, for me, man, anytime I've been resourceful, it's been uh, fucking starve or don't and I, I usually choose to not well like to starve or don't right like people don't get what they want they get what they need yeah. like if something yeah. is actually a need for you whether it's a certain level of success or food or whatever it may be there's just some good stuff there i want to maybe put some more thought into yep. that so i don't yep. speak out of my ass um but we got a good one today man Ho- yeah. but again hopefully uh, everybody's having a good monday and um mm-hmm. you guys are striving and well and thing. before we get into it Welcome to the Day One Dollar Zero podcast, guys. Appreciate mm-hmm. you listening. Uh, if you're on iTunes listening to our audio podcast version, make sure to go to our Facebook. We live stream there. We live stream on YouTube as well. Um, always good to see our, our handsome faces uh, <laughs> getting the bullshit that we talk about. And vice versa. If you usually check us out on Facebook, don't forget to go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you uh, get your podcasts from. Absolutely. We appreciate all the support yeah. and all support so far. And today, <clears throat> title, Taking the Grain of Salt. I'm not sure if that's like completely said the right way, but I'm going to, I'm going to explain it. There's, there's a little interpretation there, but like, you know, when people give you advice or mm-hmm. whether it's unsolicited or solicited advice, just when people are like, ah, you know, just take that guy with a grain of salt. It's not trying to be offensive. Just, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and maybe it's the way that they're coming off or <clears throat> it, maybe they don't have much weight behind what they can speak to, but they're speaking to it mm-hmm. and they're speaking directly at you. Right. It's, Ah, just, you know, hey, just take it with a grain of salt. Um, you ever hear that before? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. heard it a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and obviously, like, I'm a deep thinker, man. I'll take stuff and I'll think about it for weeks. You are, man. Yeah, you are. For weeks. I think, real quick, on that point, I think that's where a lot of people could benefit because, um, you know, people, they don't think as deep as you do. And you're right. Like, you hold on to word, every word that somebody says to you, someone that you respect, you hold on to. Yeah. And you try and dive in and dissect a little bit. And, and just learn from it yeah, the best and, that I can. Yep. Super eager to learn. And that's uh, what we're going to kind of talk yeah, about today. Because yeah. I think, you know, as much as like when people tell you, ah, take it with a grain of salt. Like, cool. Like, what does that mean, though? <clears throat> and then when we get into it, it's like, what is actually taking the grain of salt? So in, in the, I'm not sure if you have it, if you have it posted, Eli, where you can see it the read up for today. Mm. But what I'm talking yeah, about can is, see it, yeah. can you see it? Can you read it off the, ty- uh, uh, the, the description today? Of course I can. All right. So we've got taking the grain of salt, taking advice 
from as others, taking advice from others, as well as listening to material that you think may be geared towards you or your circumstances can be harder than you think. Cool. So let's stop right there. So <clears throat> this is like the little description I wrote today for the podcast. Hopefully you guys can see it, but well, you know, just taking advice from mm -hmm. someone, or if you're listening to material, maybe you're listening to this podcast and maybe we're going to speak to some things, or mm -hmm. if you're in church you ever, you ever, like, I'm not sure if you've ever go to, go to church, Eli, you ever, but you ever been in church or somewhere and you're just like, man, like today just felt like it spoke to me yep. for this reason. Yep. Did it or is it neutral? And because you've got some things on your mind, it tends to like lean in that way. Mm -hmm. And then are you holding on to that? Mm -hmm. I caught myself in a little trap with that this past week of just my own experiences. And, mm -hmm. and here's where I was at with it. I had, so I was, I was speaking with a guy, a guy that I look up to and he did a podcast and was giving some examples and <clears throat> I held, you know, he used, uh, he, in my opinion, there were some blanket statements on law enforcement for an example in a badge. And then um, there was a case study that was used for one mm -hmm. of the examples. And, you know, and I felt that, and the case study was just fictitious, in my opinion. You know, it, well, it was fake. Um, and I just didn't think it was very credible. And I think I've gotten good at, well, I feel like I've not think, I feel like I've gotten good at, I know when I'm emotionally charged. Mm -hmm. I know when I'm like, I've got too much emotion involved and I'm emotionally reacting to something and I'm like in that and I'm, I'm committed now and it's a shit show. Right. But where you have to be careful is when you're not necessarily emotionally. And like I, I knew like, no, like I haven't been a cop in a long time. I didn't grow up as a cop, mm -hmm. did the cop thing, but came from the hood. Like I saw some things about cops that I understood why people had some, some issues with, mm -hmm. with law enforcement. And then haven't been a cop in five years or so. Um, so I felt like, no, man, like I've detached myself from that. Like I'm not being emotional about this whole cop thing. And I have to, I have to just run and fight for the integrity of the badge. And right. why are you using it as an example? Not at all. However, what you can't run from is your experiences. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't realize was when I was listening to him speak, even though I wasn't overly emotionally invested, I hadn't let go of my experiences because the first thing I start hearing about this case, they're like, yeah, I remember that case study is fake right there. Mm -hmm. I'm already limited. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or when a badge gets used as an example, it's like, ah, oh, you know, Hey, you know, putting a badge on like an instantly you're an asshole. Boom. Not emotionally triggered, but mm -hmm. like, ah, I instantly remember how much more goes past it. Right. And I, I latched on to my experiences so much when he mentioned, and he's just talking just authority in general, but he mentioned like Walmart managers or like a Walmart person with a name badge yeah, and then a yeah. police, you know, like a law enforcement badge in the same sentence. And I'm still thought thinking like, how are those humans even in the same sentence? Right, right, right. Because from my experience, I know how much goes behind mm -hmm. earning this and what you're committed to versus, versus this other one. So not right. that not that one person's better than the other. It's just that it's so much different. So mm -hmm. But I, and I've gotten pretty good at the emotional side. So I mm -hmm. kept reminding myself not to. Yep. Took a day, wrote an email. He wrote one back um, and I was able to dive in even more. Um, but as much as I was able to dive in even more, I definitely expanded some thoughts. Mm -hmm. I definitely expanded some perspective. But there were still some things that I was like, yeah, but that case is just fictitious and I just don't mm -hmm. think it was a good example. Mm -hmm. And then, ah, these are still blanket statements. Even though I've, I've now seen beyond it. Ah, Fuck it. I still don't like yeah, it. Yeah. And that's what I want to talk about today is, is because, you know, taking the grain of salt, if you're going to listen to material that's not specifically geared toward you, whether mm -hmm. it is or isn't, just understanding. So I want to read this to you guys mm -hmm. to kind of get some context on what I'm talking about so we can really dive yeah. into it. Well, and, and as you're looking it up, correct me if I'm wrong, yep. but to kind of summarize, it's it's 
information output versus information input. And today we're focusing on yeah. that information input, how, well, and, how information is received. And I think we can talk a little bit on the output or maybe we'll, we'll save that for another day, but you yeah. also need to be aware of that because there is a, a there, there is a side of that. But yeah, here's kind of my thoughts <clears throat> that I wrote. And I actually kept it pretty short. It. Um, but this is kind of what I want to dive into when I'm talking about taking the grain of salt, right? Okay. Like when you're, whether again, solicited advice, unsolicited advice, material you're listening on YouTube, this damn podcast mm-hmm. you're listening to, you know, when you're, when you're taking it, whether, you know, on your own terms or not, you still have to be careful of certain layers mm-hmm. um, from my, from my lens, from what I learned this past week and what I continue to learn, Eli, humbly. <laughs> um, all right, <clears throat> here we go. Advice or monologues given by others are mostly predicated on their current circumstances and or narrative they are choosing to commit to. And I'm going to read this whole thing. And then let's dive into it bullet, sure. bullet point by bullet yeah. point. So yeah. advice or monologues given by others are mostly predicated on their current circumstances and or narrative they are choosing to commit to. Okay. How it applies in real time to you and to your life will vary. This also applies to you and your own advice or rants you choose to deliver outward. We'll cover that later. Beyond the narrative or current agenda are the deliveries people choose to take what people mean to say or express, and how people actually interpret their message aren't always the same. This too also applies to you as an individual. So I'm giving it twofold here when I say, hey, also understand that when you are giving a monologue or advice, you're pushing your own narrative or your own agenda for where you're at right now. And people are also going to interpret you maybe not how you interpret yourself. But mm-hmm. let's dive into this, right? This first piece. Advice or monologues given by others are mostly predicated on their current circumstances and or narrative they're choosing to commit to. So really what I'm getting at there is if I'm listening to someone, 20-year-old someone, 45-year-old someone, probably different, or maybe it's not even just an age thing, mm-hmm. but you have to understand when people choose to give some advice <clears throat> of, of how to be kind or how to be, whatever it may be, understand if there's a, if there, especially if it's like non-solicited advice or if it's out there on a podcast or a video mm-hmm. and you're listening, but they've projected it outward where it's either directly to you or material that you can just go watch like, like this podcast right now, hence myself, mm-hmm. right? I'm pushing my own narrative right now in life, mm-hmm. correct? Like I'm in my own mm-hmm. circumstances and I'm choosing to be a certain person for a certain reason. And then that narrative is what I tend to push because it's top of mind and it doesn't and just because you're pushing it not just because it's top of mind but it's because it's who you Mm want to be Mm -hmm. right and it doesn't mean that it's fake Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's ill-willed not at all a narrative doesn't have to be like when when you hear that word a lot of times sometimes you think like ah that just fits your narrative or you're pushing a narrative or ah you're pushing an agenda sometimes there's like this negative connotation Mm -hmm. to that and it doesn't have to be however you do have to understand that if someone's going to put that stuff out there, either directly to you where they feel enough or they need to say something to you yeah, or put it into the public where everyone can hear it and digest it and have an opinion on it, it's their circumstances in yeah. life that's led them to there. Mm-hmm. And it's their narrative of who they want to be and how they want to be it that they're choosing to push. It's not specific to you. It's not mm-hmm. specific to a certain set of circumstances. It's at, It's going to be neutral or or vague or somewhat watered down because there isn't a specific to it and they might not be specifically talking to you if they are mm-hmm. specifically talking to you they might have an interpretation of how they see you or have an interpretation of how they want you to be mm-hmm. not necessarily how you see yourself or right. 
you might be the one asking for advice. Like I've asked for advice before, but does that person know you well enough to speak to it other than giving you their narrative of who they feel they want to be? And then like honor, courage, commitment, integrity, humble, kind. There's definitely some pillars that if someone's giving advice on how to be as a person, if they, if they don't know you super duper well at an intimate level, those are kind of the ones that they fall back on because that's really all they can speak to. Is Yeah, it's going to be hard. Like if I go get advice on sales or something, right. like I'm sure someone would be like, oh, well, just be a good person when you do it and, and be honest. And it's only going to go so far. Mm-hmm. So you also have to understand when you're reaching out for that advice, what are their circumstances in life? Where are they at? Yeah. Where are they at? What narrative are they pushing? And do they really know you at a level or your industry or your life at a level where they can give something that's unique to you versus mm-hmm. just pushing what they think a good person mm-hmm. is toward you? And in reality, maybe like what you are doing is being a good person. They just don't have the context to see it. Who knows? So you have to be careful about yeah. who you're who you're getting your advice from and how much of that you're actually applying. Yeah. Um, and, and I like how you mentioned that the experience has really shaped these belief systems or narratives or, you know, whatever we want to call it, but essentially it's like belief systems, right? Narratives, agendas. And man, I think that is such a good way to put your, like mentally, like just be able to put yourself in another shoe. If you, if you understand the belief systems are ingrained into somebody's core through their experiences, like using the cop example, a white guy who grew up in the suburbs is going to have a very, very different opinion than somebody mm-hmm. that grew up in a really rough part of town right. that, that just, encountered cops in a different way you're gonna look at cop police differently you're right and even being a cop you still don't know the other side right you know right and and this is where i get a little careful this is where when i use examples Mm -hmm. they might not be perfect examples or they might you know if they're taking the context or maybe i don't i don't get that point home across to where you can really take something from it. Mm -hmm. But i really try to stay within my experiences for examples because those are what i can speak to yeah it's really hard when you go outside of that lane yeah. because you become vulnerable yeah. and you start speaking to something and you, you might not mean to come off a certain way, but you're coming off a certain way that's creating a pattern of how people are, are hearing it. And it might, it might not get your point across. And then again, you can, Hey, it's all good. It's, you know, go back. Hey, I didn't mean it like that or like this, but it came out mm-hmm. and here it is. Or, Hey, maybe these aren't the best examples, but that's also for myself too. But you know, I think you just have to be careful. One, first and foremost, I think the easiest one is like unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Someone coming into your world, whether it's friend, family member, excuse me, that was my chair, if you guys are watching, um, but just like friend, family member, uh, acquaintance, coworker, sometimes people come up and just like, ah, oh, man, I think you should do this. Or, hey, you know what, man, I was thinking, and they come up and it's maybe not yeah, you didn't ask for it, but they're definitely going to give you their opinion. And I think the fir- first and foremost is a good rule of thumb there is to just give benefit of doubt that they they mean well mm-hmm. with what they're doing. I'm not talking about these underlying girls that get all bitchy with each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm not getting into that. I'm talking about people that just approach you, you know, text message, phone, voicemail, whatever. I, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. I've given unsolicited advice before. And I was super well-natured about it, but mm-hmm. I still have to understand that that's what I'm doing. But when you're taking that, just try to get benefit of doubt into like what they're doing. And like, before you think that like, ah, maybe they're not wrong or not correct. Like ask some questions. Mm-hmm. That's what I've gotten better at is, is just asking questions of like, man, like where's that advice coming from? And like, if they're interpreting you a certain way, like try to figure out why, because if it's one person they're able to speak up to, I wonder if other people might be taking you a certain way, but that unsolicited advice, I think that's where we're, we're very used to 
taking a grain of salt. Like someone mm-hmm. comes up to you like, ah, oh, you know what you should do? I used to lose 10 pounds, right? Like, ah, oh, it's okay, hon. I yep. love your dad, bod. Like take it with a grain of salt. They didn't yep, mean anything yep. bad by it. Yep. That's the easiest one. I think the hardest grain of salt is when you're seeking advice. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's, maybe you're going to take a couple grains. I don't want to get stuck in the weeds on the term here, but I seek advice from a couple individuals here and there, you know, and I try to use it to the best that I can. But I also have to understand like, Hey, how fair is it when I seek advice from someone who maybe doesn't necessarily know all of me or all about me or how to handle me? Like, how do I expect them to speak further than Mm -hmm. just these, these core fundamentals of how to Mm -hmm. be a person? Because you can be completely different. Like for us, man, we're in sales. Yep. I'm a talker. You Mm -hmm. haven't figured that out. Mm -hmm. I'm a big talker. Mm -hmm. But if you start dialing things in, like staying in my lane is super important. Care. You know, like where you see certain triggers for me of, of being humble or, or giving enough effort or being kind and patient with people. Like if all you see is the podcast where, yep, all I'm doing is running my mouth and giving advice. It's hard for you to see the other layers where I am a student mm-hmm. or where I'm a caregiver or where I am patient. My mouth is shut. Mm-hmm. How much advice am I going to get from someone that I'm seeking it there? So I think when we're, when we're overly eager to have a mentor, we're over, overly eager to just need that. And I think it's very popular right now, especially in entrepreneurship of just, oh, you got to find that mentor and they're just going to show you how to do everything and fix everything. And it's like, man, like it can just be dangerous. And when your guard is down is when you're seeking that advice. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by take the grain of salt is like, Hey, take it for what it's worth. But you also have to understand even if they're doing their best or even if they're giving you a ton of advice, you got to filter it and you've really got to understand like, okay, how much do they really know me? Mm -hmm. How much do I know about myself to know that they don't know all of me? And then how much can I expect them to actually give back to me? Am I setting them up for failure because I see them twice a year, talk to them twice a year, but I'm asking super important advice from them. Yeah. Am I setting them up for success? Mm -hmm. And Am I filtering? Like maybe they're eager to give me that advice, but then cool, because I like that person. I'm like super eager to take it to the point where I listen to everything that they say. Yeah. And I'm changing who I am to the point where I'm like, I'm not even in my own flow state or Mm -hmm. I'm second guessing what I'm doing because in reality, maybe that's not who I am or what I'm all about. And I don't mean core fundamentals of being honest and not being a piece of shit. Those are just clearly out the window right now. But just those other little intuitions are just feeling good about what you're doing and having integrity with what you're doing. Am I so eager to take the advice that I almost start bl- like switching up Blindly my whole demeanor? following whatever they're Just saying. Because you yeah. enjoy the person, yeah. right? You also have to understand like even- Or you're so hungry for an answer. So hungry yeah. for an answer. Just curious like whether they're, yeah. So if, they're, if they are eager to give you a ton- you have to be careful taking all of that and just changing oh, yeah. who you are, man. But you have to have enough self-awareness yeah. to just really understand. Like for me, man, like I, there's only a couple of people I really listen to, mm-hmm. but that's where I have to be careful. One, they're not overly eager to mm-hmm. give me mm-hmm. advice. Like they're probably tired of me, right? Who knows? <laughs> they're probably like, yeah, Grimes, you fuck. You're good. <laughs> you're you know good. what I mean? Like, yeah. Keep whatever. doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. But <clears throat> even, you know, but sometimes for me, man, like, you know, I'm such a deep thinker, like even the little advice or one sentence will last mm-hmm. me six months. Mm-hmm. And I like it because I love to analyze and process and just get a different perspective. Yeah. But not to the point where I lean so far where I'm forcing myself trying to believe or support yeah. something when in reality, like you can still have your own opinion on it. And that's what it's there for in the first mm-hmm. place. So I think that's where people really have to understand. And then um, I'm going to let you kind of comment mm-hmm. on that because I'm getting super sure. long winded. And then we'll kind of get into seeking material yeah. online that's not even geared toward you that you kind of formulate toward you. Mm-hmm. I think that could be dangerous mm-hmm. as well. But if you got an opinion as far as advice or, or mentorship or things well, like that. One thing I want people to kind of, you know, be aware of is that, you know, mentorship, entrepreneurship, 
you know, everything that we're going through right now, as far as, you know, running your own business and all of these, you know, social media influencers and personal coaches and all this shit, what people I think need to realize is that it's like fitness was 15 years ago. There wasn't a whole lot of information out there. Everyone is so hungry for that trick or that gimmick or that weight loss tip that they're paying for the six minute fucking ab video. You know, they, they think that there is some magic trick or shortcut and they're so hungry for that, that they're willing to do anything or put their body in harm or spend a lot of money on somebody who's going to sell them this trick. That What did that work. person look like that was selling it? Exactly. Well, and here's a, here's the bad part. A lot of times, I mean, fucking Mike Chang, YouTube, shout out to Mike Chang. What up, dude? <laughs> that fucking guy sell six pack shortcuts, man, eBooks and stuff. When, you're just not saying the whole thing, right? right? Like you're not saying the whole 15 years it took you to be successful. And are you actually successful, right, in business? So that's what you're starting to see right now. You're seeing a lot of the shortcuts, a lot of just everyone's a fucking coach, everyone's a mentor. For, for, for you guys that are seeking somebody like that, you have to understand that the same rules apply in fitness as they do in business. There are no fucking shortcuts. If there's a $99 for ebook, do this in six weeks, set up your Amazon store, it's not gonna happen, guys. Like. Sorry, bear of bad news. It's, it's, and maybe it's there's going to be some things that work, right? I think the biggest thing, especially like in business or mm. just in, in life, because whoever I decide to get advice from, like I want to respect who they are in life mm -hmm. in addition. And they don't have to be like me, but here's, I think where you have to be at is your self-awareness. Step one. One, but then your ability to manage your self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Like when you, like you've got to be able to know when something's just not a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. And it could be, a person could be an action, whatever that may be, but you need to know enough about yourself and yourself in business or yourself in life to know when you go seek some advice, you've got to have that, that control measure of just knowing like, that's just not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's some Don't people just blindly follow. Right. And you just, I think the biggest thing is you just have to feel good about what you're doing. Like mm -hmm. with you and I, we promote ourselves a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm of that nature of if you're looking around, and you're waiting for leadership, or you're waiting for someone to show the right way to do things and no one's really doing it, stand up and do it and document mm -hmm. it and don't necessarily say that you know it all. Don't wait for permission. So yeah. in our real, in our world, within real estate, right, that's a very interesting world. And, and yeah, man, and we're not, not to have a blanket statement and be super hypocritical right now. In our lens, from our experiences before you and I met up and after and just doing business, there's a lot of catchy, shortcut, mm -hmm. not so good, training and education and mentorship and, and client taking care of ship, mm -hmm. <laughs> right. To make up some words. And we felt there needs to be a change. Yep. So when we started making that change, it wasn't telling everybody how bad they were. It wasn't shitting on other companies or shitting on other people. Not that I'm saying I'm hearing anybody do that from my mentors. Not, not at all, but we want to do it different, but we stayed in our lane in our perspective of like what's working and not working for us. And we were proud to talk about it. You know, and I've had that self-promotion talk with folks before that don't like self-promotion. And after having that conversation, I actually felt even better about us self-promoting mm -hmm. than I did prior. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because that person I was speaking to bowed down and said, I'm amazing. No, he, he put very good, constructive thought into my head that forced me to answer some questions. And at the end of it, I felt good that I knew our self-promotion and our want to go out and help as many people as possible with the right type of integrity and care. And that there wasn't a get rich quick. There wasn't a sell your home in 20 hours. Mm -hmm. There wasn't no bullshit. Like it, there was just real genuine care and integrity and effort behind what we were doing. I felt good 
about our self-promotion because I knew the integrity behind mm-hmm. it. And I think that's where people have to get to is understanding like if everything you're doing falls in line in the right place for the right reasons, how you choose to go about it. This is where things vary. This is where personality mm-hmm. and energy and type of work that you're doing and ability to get creative and do something different. Like there's some people they are way better marketers than me. They get super creative. They got little three second commercials and they're baller. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking talker. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into three seconds unless it's me yelling at you about only being on for three, right? Right. Right. But I feel like when I can elaborate and go through a thought process and formulate Mm -hmm. a solid thought by the end of a podcast, I feel good about that. And I feel like, hey, that's okay. So I'm a talker. Yeah. But I'm also a talker because there's a lot of thought that's just processing Mm -hmm. while I'm talking. And it's not necessarily thinking out loud without any direction, not at all. But I want people to hear a thought process and I feel like they can take something from it. So the podcast fits us, mm-hmm. right? But maybe it doesn't fit others. Or maybe, man, I've, I've heard it from some people. I, mean, who, I can't remember who I was talking to, and I wouldn't want to put him on blast anyway. But someone was like, yeah, of course, of course you, of co-, you know, like, like he was being sarcastic, but kind of meant it. Yeah. And he, was, and it uh, he didn't call me like selfish or anything inappropriate, but it was like that I love myself or something. Like, yeah. of course, you got a yeah. fucking podcast, but it was the same guy that was talking to me about yep. Yep. starting yep. a podcast. Yep. He still hasn't started a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a great dude. I think he could do great at it. And he's got a lot of good stuff to say. Still hasn't started. And then you have to wonder like, hey, are you saying that because you haven't started? And then maybe there's something there. So some anger there. I don't know. Not for me to dive into. But again, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, right? Like yeah. there's a thousand ways to just go about stuff. I think where the mentorship side stops, like if you have one or if you're seeking advice is, is there, mm-hmm. is fundamentals or business fundamentals or, or, you know, you're going to learn a ton of stuff, but I think where that shift has to happen is once you've gotten enough fundamentals or some basics, you have to still stay true to yourself. Yeah. And then it's only you, only you are going to know and only you are going to be able to justify how and why you do things. And if there's good intention behind what you're doing. And at that point, if it varies from everyone else, I think that's what we talk about when we say stay true to yourself. I think once you know yourself enough and you know your business or your life or your, your, your sphere of, of expertise, that's where thing changes where everyone kind of has to just do their thing. Mm-hmm. And you see it, man. You see the, the Ed Milets and the Annie Forsellas and the Gary V's and the, all the shit, right? They're all different. They though. all got their own style. And this is where they're all kind of staying true to, yep. them, true to themselves. Yep. Well, I like what she said, just to back up a little bit, when you had that conversation with that person who had that opposing viewpoint and how you felt stronger about yours after having that conversation. What's important there, guys, is, and you're helping me get better at this, just he's got that skeptical fucking cop thing that they all got. Not they all got, but Will definitely has. Wow. But it's, it's a healthy thing. Yeah, blanket statement. See, I corrected myself watching my wow. words. <laughs> uh, but uh, We're not skeptical. We but, just pay attention. Yeah, well, and, and a healthy skepticism. We've yeah, talked, if you're driving a Subaru, about that smoking marijuana, yeah. I'm probably skeptical. You're right, little pothead. <laughs> but purposefully seeking out that opposing viewpoint because, for, I mean, honestly, that's the best way to learn. You want to have a 360 view on, on whatever your belief systems are, I think. I think that's a good way to be. So intentionally, like if someone has an opposing viewpoint, I think it's good to have that adult, polite conversation with them. and. And not necessarily to change your mind. Maybe if 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 you see it uh, an opposite side that you missed before. And let's stop, and hold yeah. on real quick, not to yeah, cut you ahead. off, but I want to get some context there. And we have a, a younger group that listens to this as well. Mm-hmm. Typically, your opposing viewpoints, your parents, right, 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 or your older siblings, or people. You know, you really have to be careful though, because there is an. And I'm telling you, like I see my kids a certain way, and I'm scared. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I went off to the Marine Corps in '04. 
That was a heavy time. It was a not so good time. And I was joining the Marine Corps and I was joining the infantry. My mom never said a word to me about not going. Right. I don't know if I would, if I'm as strong as my mom, not to say some shit to my son. Now he's only 20 months, mm -hmm. but still I might go, Hey, listen to me. You throw the ball really hard. How about you shut the fuck up for me? I don't know. Yeah. 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 But her ability to just allow me to be myself and, and go off and then not mm -hmm. force feed that opposing view of her, of her fear, mm -hmm. super fear fueled, not wanting me to go thought. <clears throat> right. So I think, but not all parents are like that, man. Like I'm, my parents have their pluses and minuses, mm -hmm. but man, that's a super pluses mm -hmm. that my mom has always supported anything I ever wanted to do. It just, it was huge, but, you know, but so I just be careful when, you know, Usually when you're younger, your opposing view as a parent or someone mm -hmm. in a position of authority that tends to use that as leverage toward you. Understand, like, I think more of what Eli's talking about, correct me if I'm wrong, what Eli's talking about more is, is an opposing view of someone that you respect, mm -hmm. that you get along with, mm -hmm. that's a great person that has mm -hmm. good morals and a, just a good moral compass and a good life, but maybe disagrees with a certain well, or, something. Or, or, or doesn't even disagree, but knows the right questions to ask. There you go. Our, our friend Gavin experienced yeah. business person right if we're coming to him with some sort of business idea or an angle or a you know some way we want to pivot in our business he's going to ask us the hard questions that yeah. maybe we have or have not asked ourselves yeah and and it just gives you that 360 view of and, and again that's a very special friend that you may or may not have um but you we do have a couple of those and i yeah. think those people are really good to have and and that's where it comes down to information input how you just receive your information like productive debate or yeah. someone being a skeptic for the sake of being a skeptic to just ask the hard question. Like well, I remember I was giving uh, Gavin a business proposition we were looking at maybe doing with him or, yeah. or on our own. And he's like, he goes, great. Hey, have you thought of this? Mm -hmm. What about this? What about this? What about, and I, I've had enough maturity. I've had enough good leadership in the Marine Corps. Like I knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe a lot of people will be like, Hey, you're a fucking buzzkill, bro. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Do you not want to do this? Some people might take it as that. Uh, yeah. What he's trying to figure out is like, how much thought have you guys put into this? Because if you put some thought into it, you'll have some answers for some of these questions. And if not, that's okay too. Yeah. But now these these 10 questions I just asked you that are super important that, and you can only answer two of them. Okay, you've got a handful of questions to go back to the drawing board on yep. and continue your thought process because we're just we're just not there yet before we can commit to actually doing it. Yes, and that's and that's my point. That's when you're you need to be super cautious whenever you're you're receiving information, information input. Are you automatically going on the defensive and thinking, oh, they're just being an asshole. They're trying to squash my dreams, whatever. Or, again, this is self-awareness. Be aware. When someone's talking to you and you feel those little, like, defensive triggers popping off, take a second. Think about what their angle is, what their um, uh, intention might be. It's probably not as bad as you think it is. And you should be asking yourself, hey is this the right thing for me to do if I can only answer two out of these 10 questions? Maybe I do need to go to the drawing board. Well, a more. And so there was someone before where I was speaking about some business stuff too, and I'm not going to mention the name. Not that it's a bad, it's not a bad person. Also actually one of the closest people in my life. So figure that out. Um, it was when we were talking about production and bringing somebody on doing full-time production and this and that and that and this. And, and I was getting some opposing, you know, and I was just like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not asking for your permission, nor am I asking you for your advice. I'm just telling you about my day yep. and like what I'm about to do with it and then give a wink so I don't get murdered. But that's also true is you guys also have to understand like where you're getting your advice from when it's yes. solicited, yep. Yep. when you are reaching out for advice, are you just trying to get along with someone and get some attention from someone? Like if you not talked to your dad in a while, so you want to call him and, 
and, and put him inside of like an important decision to make him feel important. I've mm-hmm. done that with friends every once in a while. I've like, I've like given them an update on something and almost welcomed some advice when it was more about just, I thought I was like making them feel good or maybe I needed some, right. maybe I needed something good from them. Maybe I thought they were going to say something good. So when you're soliciting some advice, when you're seeking advice, you just have to be very careful. Like, Hey, where are they at in their life? Right. What's mm-hmm. their, what's their circumstances? What narrative are they pushing for themselves? And are they the right person to ask that Dude, question? I, to? I share very, very few business and even personal things with even my, like my family, my parents, like I got, I've, I share very, very little with people yeah. because I just don't care about <laughs> any, it's anything not that, that you don't care about them. No, it's but just, you're just feeling like, Hey, even one, here's the other thing too, man. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm unique. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm using, and I don't think I'm rare. I don't think I'm the shit sometimes. <laughs> I'm just being funny. Not really. <laughs> even. Like it can't, like even the person, man, like you got, like if you're giving, if you're getting advice from someone, not only do they need to be versed mm-hmm. in whatever you're asking, they got to know you yeah. because if you've got time, like for example, let's go to football. Sorry, like hear me. I'll out. try and keep up. If you've got, up. like, if you got Michael Vick as a okay. quarterback, yeah, pit bull guy or dog fighting <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. Got it. Let's go with like super fast. Maybe he doesn't throw the ball as accurate, but one of the fastest guys in the NFL, super got creative. It. Right. And then you got Tom Brady. Okay. Not not fast. Runs with cinder blocks in his shoes. I wonder if the play calling, even though they're both quarterbacks in the NFL, they have the same amount of players on the field, right, and the same amount of options and the same rules. I wonder if like fourth quarter, two minutes in the game left. I wonder if that playbook looks the same for Michael Vick as it does for Tom Brady. Probably not. There might be some throwing options in the uh-huh. post that are similar to Brady's that Michael Vick has because Michael Vick has a strong arm. But I wonder if there's some scramble options there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even get spoken to with Tom Brady. So what I'm getting at is there's right answers in business mm-hmm. or in life. And then there's right answers for you. Mm-hmm. That's yep. where you really got to be careful yep. because who I am as a person, there's a little bit of cowboy in me, but there's a ton of care. There's a ton of effort. There's a ton of creativity. I do better when I can have time, not even just time, but I'm better when I get to, when I'm a little off the cuff and mm-hmm. I get to be creative yeah. and kind of like make something my own and roll with it, I get re- that that flow state for me is really good. That might not be the same for others. So even in business, whatever it may be, like a marketing scheme or how to create a podcast, how I how you and mm-hmm. I create a podcast and how someone else creates a podcast, maybe it's different, dude. That's that's but what they're I, both. But we're both okay. But you and I, and then maybe yeah. two other guys are. Hey, all four of us are entrepreneurs. Our four, all four of us are talking leadership and cult. But maybe it, it, the way that they got to go about it is different. So this, I'm super serious, and let me repeat that. There's correct advice in business or in life, and then there's correct advice mm-hmm. for you. Now, here's the difficult part. If someone knows you well enough to speak to that, phenomenal. If that's really true. What I'm really getting at is you got, you're more times than not, if you're lucky enough to even get the right advice in business or the right advice in life, you're going to get it. You have to now build a bridge to how that fits you. Yes. Does yep. that make sense? And if you don't know yourself, you're not going to be able to build that bridge. But you're going to get a lot of, and I feel like we've got some good people around us. I feel mm-hmm. like we get some solid business advice and life advice. Mm-hmm. But then it's on you and I to build that bridge to yes. the, across yep. that river yeah. to how does that right advice apply for me specifically? Yeah. This is where you got to be super careful. And in addition to that, what I'm when I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to material and it's, and it's from someone I respect that I know personally, 
but it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I got to remember, too, is like, hey, like, man, I, I latched on to some stuff and I grew from it and I wasn't emotional about it, but I was still experienced driven about it. But what I really got to realize is like, hey, how far am I trying to go with it? Because mm-hmm. what this person is saying isn't specific to me, my circumstances, my experiences, not at all. Matter of fact, just as much as like, Maybe I'm interpreting him a certain way. Maybe he's not intending to be interpreted that way. Mm-hmm. Nor is it my place to maybe mm-hmm. say that because it wasn't for fucking me in the first mm-hmm. place. You got to be so careful with that layers and his circumstances, his narrative. That's where he's at right now. Well, what are, what's my circumstance? What's my narrative to Your why experiences I'm absorbing and, something right, a certain right, way? Right. You also have to be careful. So again, when you're listening to material, this can also be just as risky as unsolicited, but, yep. or excuse me, solicited. Yep. But when you're listening and you're tr- like, and you're listening to like a, a motivational, a Tony Robbins, a David, Go- a David Goggins, or whoever mm-hmm. the fuck you're listening to online, or and it's motivating, great. But you have to be so careful to your experiences or your emotions and how you're trying to curve or mold someone else's message specifically mm-hmm. to you to a point. You know, you you just you got to be careful. You really mm-hmm. have to get good at if someone's giving you good advice or you're hearing some good things online. You got to you got to take those and you still have to pause and figure out, okay, but then how does that apply to me mm-hmm. versus trying to be that person or trying to be that advice? So if I'm getting solicited advice, I'm asking you and you're giving me good advice and I'm just I'm just going to go be what you're telling me to be now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go do what you're telling me to do or I'm trying to be someone from from the internet. I'm just going to be them. I'm just going to emulate and say everything they do and mirror everything they do. In both scenarios, I'm not figuring out how it applies to me. Mm-mm. And that's, I think, the biggest the biggest margin is I think we all can find a way to find the good advice or find the good material online. It's making sure that you figure out how it applies to you specifically and yeah. still having integrity to be yourself and having the balls to be okay mm-hmm. if everyone's not okay with that. You know you're doing the right thing for the right reasons. Let's talk about the journey to that uh, because I also think if you are inexperienced in a certain area and you are seeking solicited advice, in my opinion, until you have experience, take the fucking advice and apply it as given because you don't know who you are or how, what is going to work for you. For example... Mm-hmm. Let's say a fitness program. Minus people telling you like, yeah, do steroids. Right. No, fuck right. off. We'll say or fit- how to like lie or, or steal in business. Right. We're talking we're like, get these anomalies off the fucking yeah. table right out of the gate. Right. Well, Just yeah. To eliminate any I'll, argument. I'll, I'll use fitness as an example. You're doing your first bodybuilding competition. You're hiring a coach. In my opinion, do every single fucking rep of every exercise and eat every calorie. You, you, you're, there's no room for adjustments. You don't know what to adjust. You don't no. know, you know, what's going to fit you or not. Now, after two or three or four of those, you're probably going to know yourself a lot better and you're going to know, oh, hey, I did this, what this guy said one time, this didn't work, this worked a little better. Here's the thing, just like Will was saying earlier, there's so many different ways to make something work. A lot of different, keto works, low carb works, high fat works, or that's all keto, <laughs> low carb, yeah. high fat, high carb, low fat works. There are so many ways to work. Uh, a fitness program, a business, whatever, it's what works with you, but you still need to have that trial and error process of applying a system and getting your own results from it. Correct. And then I also think that there's just a, a level of, uh, there's some room for a, for a margin of error, even when you become a pro. Oh yeah. So even when you think you're a professional at life, a professional bodybuilder, a professional baseball player, Hey, the greatest hitters in baseball still hit off a baseball tee and they still have a hitting coach. Your top bodybuilders, whether you like bodybuilding mm-hmm. or not, extraordinarily hard to be in the top five on the, in the planet. 
Those guys have coaches. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they don't know their body yet. It's not because they're just a robot and they're just doing what someone says. They figured out that trial and error process to figure out how their body works. And then they found a coach that works in line with how that mm-hmm. person's body works. That, mm-hmm. that person understands them. And at the same time, that person helps you when you're in your own head sometimes. Yes. Because I yep. bet having like three grams of carbs in you, Eli, <laughs> for like two weeks. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. you're eating out of a fucking gerbil dripper uh-huh. for fucking water. Yeah. I'm sure how you think you look and how you look, how you think you feel and how you feel or how you how you want to feel and how you need to feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. Don't always marry up, and you well, need that person dude, for clarity. That's business too, man, and business. Here's the, thing, here's the thing with business, guys. Man, you'll have income, 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 and the hardest part to wrap your mind around when you're a new entrepreneur business owner is that's not your money. Yeah. That's the business's money, and that's the hardest thing is to work hard for a dollar, but that dollar ain't yours. You know well, what I mean? It's yeah. like, it, it, and that's it just- And I also want to shed light to this yeah. too, like with some of the advice, how like a good bodybuilding coach, yeah. right? How well do they know you after show, after show, after show? Mm-hmm. They almost know you better than you know yourself. Oh, yes. So when they're able to check your ego or reassure you when it's needed because you might think you're flat and it's like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. flat. But listen. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be right now, right? Like just that clarity, the relationship you have with that coach, mm-hmm. super intimate, super close, right? Why would it be any different in life or in business if you're going to seek that level of advice, seeking advice? Why, like, why wouldn't they know you that well in order yeah. to give that person the best opportunity to really speak to the advice you're asking for? The other side is the non-solicited advice. If that person is not that close to you, is there something that, and again, give benefit of doubt. Maybe they're still seeing some things. Maybe they, their advice they're given is not super deep, but maybe mm-hmm. there's some things that you could, you could take away from it. That's why you give benefit of doubt yeah. to non-solicited. You don't have to apply any of it. You can take it. You can listen to look, someone. Man, you don't have to be yeah. someone's bodybuilding coach yeah. to know like, hey, dude, your calves suck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right? <laughs> right. Now, he might not know your whole condition and may, maybe you're who fucking knows. Right. But he noticed it when someone gives you unsolicited, if they're coming from a good place, not being a jerk, like you got to give benefit of doubt mm-hmm. because there is some things you can still take away from that. And then thirdly is when you're not only seeking it, but you're seeking it from church, mm-hmm. you're seeking it from YouTube material, whatever it is. And it's motivating. It's great that it's motivating, but how much are you trying to mold yourself to mirror something versus mm. just figuring out, okay, that's not who I am, but you know, like a David Goggins, very outspoken, very, you know, mm. ugh, you don't mm-hmm. have, you know, you don't have to be that guy, but are there some attributes about him or his confidence that he likes that you like about him? And then you want to maybe take some things from it to go still be yourself. Right. I do believe that things like that are true because yeah. a lot of people that I listen to, I don't, I don't know if I'm anything like him. Um, and if I am, I'm, I'm not in the same type of business, yeah. but I try to pull from it. And well, I think and that's, again, just being that's, a, that's a huge, that's piece. just being a growth minded individual. And like for me, man, I'll listen to, as long as intentions are good, man, I'll listen to advice from anybody, everybody, whether I apply it or not, generally not true. No, but I'll sit there and listen. Cool. Hey, true, either I'm going to learn something or I'm going to walk on with my day. All true. Good. And you're really good at that. And I think a lot of people are really good. at just like, yeah, okay. It's that it's the shit you don't like is, is like easier to take with a grain of salt. And, let it run off your back. I, yeah. I think what I'm really trying to get into is like people you really admire or respect yeah. that do know you that, and maybe you do want to be like them or you do aspire to, mm-hmm. to seek their approval. Maybe, you know, like you, you respect who they are as a human being when it's that person giving advice or when it's that, that person speaking on a platform that you're listening to 
Remember, as much as you're going to take the grain of salt or only take a grain of salt mm-hmm. when it's someone you don't like or, or you don't care for their advice. Okay, so okay, so it's really here's an analogy. It's really easy to only eat one piece of broccoli, right? That's bear me out. The, okay. the vegetable is a person's advice you don't really care for. Okay, not that they're a bad person. You just don't yeah. think they can speak to you. It's real easy to just take one piece of broccoli, right? Sure. What about fucking Cheetos? The food you do like, are you still applying the same fundamental of like, hey, even though I really like this person and I like what, you know, I love who they stand for. I love who they are. I love everything about them. Their advice to me directly can only go so far if they don't know me that far. So I I still have to have a filter there. And then the message that they have, I still have to have a filter. I can't just open the floodgates and then just take everything that this person says. I mean, that's how culture built, not to get extreme, but that's how fucking culture built. So that's what I'm getting at today is it's very easy to take a grain of salt when you're forced. Yeah. When someone just forces it down your fucking throat, you're like, fuck that guy. Right. It's, it's where you have respect and enjoyment and pleasure from people, or you want to please those people or get their approval. It's a great point. Are you still managing your little cheat meal over here? Yeah. It's a great point. It's a big deal. Yeah. Be aware. I think that's about it. Happy Monday. That's a good place to end. Right on. So let's summarize it real quick for people. Yeah, Break that down for me in a little bit. Absolutely. Let's just read it again. And I want you guys to just kind of end on this, right? Advice or monologues given by others are mostly predicated on their current circumstances and or narrative they are choosing to commit to. Okay? How it applies in real time to you and to your life will vary. This also applies to your own advice or rants you choose to deliver outwards. So that's me speaking to myself of when I just when I choose to speak out, right? Beyond the narrative or current agenda are the deliveries people choose to take. What people mean to say or express and how people interpret their message aren't always the same. This also applies to you as an individual. And then further than that is how well it speaks to you specifically and just the material. How well does that material speak to you specifically and how well can a person speak to you specifically? And even furthermore, again, you're the one responsible for making mm-hmm. sure you filter how it applies to you. Yep. Good advice from good people, whatever it may be, great. How it applies to you, that's for you to figure out. And that's for that that gap there is for you to figure out. Having integrity and knowing you're doing things for the right reasons, mm-hmm. for the right ways. And if that doesn't make sense to everybody, well, understand that not everybody understands yep. every single layer about this, which is why it's so important for you to be okay with your fucking self. Before you're so you're trying to be so okay with everyone else and you're just drinking everybody's advice mm-hmm. and then you make no one and yourself unhappy. And let's say you're younger and inexperienced and there's these things that you have no experience in. Also be aware of that and understand that, yeah, you may have to experiment and fuck up and Find hey, it feels try, right. try some systems, see how it works, see if it applies to you. Again, like Will said, take what applies and apply it and what doesn't work. Leave that by the wayside. True. And, the, and I guess my biggest piece for today, and we'll let these, we'll let these kind folks go. I think I want people, I think, I feel like I want folks to be a little bit more aware of where they gravitate to mm-hmm. the people or the podcast, what they gravitate to and just openly taking that for, right? Like we're so good at like, again, the broccoli and the Cheetos, right? Like the, the unsolicited advice. We're mm-hmm. really good at like, yeah, fuck you, mom. Fuck yeah, you, dad. Or, yeah. or uh, fuck oh, their coworker. We're really good at like shit unsolicited. Ah, fuck that. But then we're not managing or filtering any expectations of what's coming over here just because we like it. This applies to politics. Mm-hmm. It applies to morals and ethics and how you run your life or how you run your business mm-hmm. and limiting yourself on, again, applying how it fits you, not trying to be a chameleon and then just yep. pretend that you're someone you else might, over you here. You might need some broccoli. You, you might, might need a little broccoli. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> or 
you've got to figure out yourself yeah. inside, yeah. right? And yeah. if you figure yourself out here and you, there's integrity that you know you're doing things for the, yeah. the right way for the right reasons, yeah. and you've gone through these 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 processes, you're going to understand if anyone is judging that or doesn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Also understand, throw them some forgiveness because they're not going to know everything about you or the circumstances or why you're doing what you're doing. And you're not doing it for them in the first place, but you know it's for the right reasons. That'll mm-hmm. shine. Don't don't seek to prove everybody. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I like it. Thanks for listening, guys. Day one, dollar zero podcast. We'll be back. When are we coming back? Friday? We like to say Friday. Sometimes we, we're <laughs> we getting like a little busy, Friday. man. We've we got a lot of houses under contract, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. we're getting a little busy. But I think I think we'll be, uh, it'll be a great day for Friday. We'll see you guys before the end of the week. Out. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.